Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode number 10. My name is Sydney, but you can call me Sid. I have Matt and Gabe with me. What up, everybody? What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? We back in here again, episode 10. Y'all know the Say Patrick's Day, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, it is. I keep forgetting. So y'all know the deal. Grab your drinks, pour up a little shot or two, and sit back and vibe. The Hierarchy Network presents the Three Shots Podcast. I got some Jameson, y'all. So how have y'all been, Gabe? How's your weekend? Oh, shit. What the fuck did I do this week? I didn't do shit. No, I didn't do a goddamn thing, for real. I was at work today, and uh, I had my first... uh, dealt with my first time really seeing how bad dementia like can fuck someone up for real one of my uh one of the one of the women there um usually when she's having a bad day i'll throw like music on for her or whatever like i'll just rather be like alexa because they got the little alexa in there the one of the they bought one or whatever so i'll just randomly when i see she's having a bad day i'm like alexa play the backstreet boys and you know she'll get all you know she'll start laughing and, and all that <laughs> but um you know she had a bad morning like she was up all night. So literally I had to run around and I was coming back and I was like, man, I'm gonna go in there and throw on some Beyonce for her. You know what I'm saying? To make her feel good. Um, Pretty girl rock. No, that's Carrie uh, No, that's Carrie Yeah, that's good. But uh, <laughs> as soon as I walked in, I looked and uh, one of the one of the women that worked there, they were, um, they were like, you know, talking to her because um, she had started, she forgot where she was at. She was screaming and running. And she can't run really fast because, you know, she's old. She's old and frail, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Shut the fuck up. No, she really is. She really can't move. Like, it, I mean, it's hard for her, especially because she got um, Down syndrome, too. So it makes it harder. Um, so it, it actually it actually makes the uh, dementia worse. So, yeah, she didn't know where she was at for, like, 20 minutes. She was freaking out. Was able to, like, you know, we were able to talk her, talk about some common things that she sees every day and she was able to remember who she was and where she was at. But uh, I was like, damn, I was like, I was like, that disease really does, it really does destroy you like that. You know what I mean? You see the movies and shit and you're like, oh, okay, I see that. But seeing in real life and not being able to like really help a person because they really don't even know who the fuck you are at that moment. It's, 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 a, it's a draining feeling. Like it mentally drained me for a while. I was really tired after that. Like, damn, like, that's got that's fucked up, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was, but that that happened today. So other than that, my week's been pretty uneventful. <laughs> that's it. Well, what about good. you, Matt? Man, you know, just pretty much the same shit. Working, chilling. Um, the stimulus hit, so I've been stimulated. <laughs> of course, <laughs> trying to. Uh, <laughs> I haven't spent no uh, unnecessary money though, so it's always a good thing. Um. Man, is that a fucking camel in the background? No, it's an elephant. That's just me, bro. It's just me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I but, uh, buy nothing crazy. <laughs> we was talking about uh, drugs and shit last week, you know, Gabe. And uh, my cousin, she actually graduated high school today. And she started her uh, journey maybe about a year and a half ago. She got off of uh, heroin and shit. Um, she actually got into it with some messing with some older older loser, and he got her hooked on the shit. But now she's uh, my aunt actually took her in, and um, she got better. She got her off the drugs. Now she's fat, and she looks like a big ass. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. 
when she smiles her eyes closed, but she graduated high school and shit. So that's not positive. But she that got to be the worst <laughs> motivation. <laughs> we got to ask Dre to help you out with your motivational speaking. Cause that's all right. All right, real shit, but I didn't think she was gonna be able to do that shit. But uh, she definitely got her shit together and was able to. She actually was at a damn a residential that I used to work for. I ain't gonna say it because you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but uh, <laughs> but nah, anybody you can do anything you set your mind to. Just try. Go ahead, Sid. Um, <laughs> my <today>. week. <laughs> I really didn't do anything on Saturday or was it Friday? We went to a bar. And I was so uncomfortable. It was just too much, you know, COVID still going on. So I was just like ready to go for real. I was kind of over it. But I didn't really do anything exciting. Just working, still being disrespected by some rude kids. I cannot wait to just be finished with this job. (laughs) When I tell y'all, Gabe, I took your message last week and I'm really taking it like learn to disconnect. So I think I'm really going to disconnect from that job in that place. Because job. Fuck a job. Because I've never, yeah. Yeah, like I've, it's, it's ridiculous. Like I've never been disrespected by a child before. It, just children. Like it's crazy how today's world, like today's generation, we would never be just so disrespectful and call adults out of their names. Like the, the generation today how they do so it's just time for me to just step back because I feel like my job has made me become an angry person I'm not an angry person at all I'm all about peace and serenity so (laughs) but yeah other than that I have not did anything I've just been working being annoyed that's about it what is that a great hair probably (laughs) no but for real like I have a wrinkle right here (laughs) <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, yeah, these kids are aging. It's time to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good though. Yeah, keep pushing, Jeez, everybody, since, keep pushing. Since you over here uh, spilling tea about your life, what's going on in the celebrity world too? <laughs> what you got? All right, y'all. Well, you know the Grammys took place Sunday evening. Uh, Beyonce she broke the record with her 28th Grammy. And her daughter, Blue Ivy, who is nine years old, she also won her first Grammy for um, Best Music Video, Brown, Brown Skin Girl. Um, also, um, Meg Thee Stallion, she had a very great night. I think, what, she won her, her first Grammy, I believe? Well, I mean, she had like three, but still, she had a, a pretty good night. Um, Drew Beyonce Brees. be acting shocked like she, hey, did, like weekend, she don't know. Though, she said the Grammys is rigged. Yeah, yeah. Though also, the, yeah, the weekend he's boycotting the Grammys because he said um, he's tired of the secret committees and he is no longer allowing his label to submit his music to the Grammys. Did he, he even get a nod? Him. Did he even no, get a Grammy no. nod at all? No, not this year. Um, the he problem, accused bro. them of sub of uh, subbing his um, his um, album, uh, snubbing his album after hours. So. Um, you know, the weekend he's already won three Grammys. So, you know, I know you want an extra Grammy, but you've already had three, dude. Like, be happy this- for that, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Well, also, you know, <laughs> that album that album is calling out Hollywood. So you know they're not gonna fucking of acknowledge course. that album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. They get who uh, wait. Speaking about the Grammys. Oh, God, so album of the year, 
Album of the Year was Taylor Swift. <laughs> Who? When the fuck did Taylor Swift pull up, pull the album out? Bro, she had an album. Oh, that was yeah. great. So she did. Me, when did she put one out in like September or something? Yeah, I September. Remember. Yeah, I remember. Out the same day. Oh man, it was a hard, the same day as somebody. Then it was like, um, damn, Taylor Swift couldn't let them have one number one, number one week. Because you know <laughs> her shit went straight to the top. I I never even heard it. I'm like, is this an old album? Folklore? What the fuck is folklore? I don't you know. know. I, I don't know. I've never been a, a Taylor Swift fan. I've heard a few of know. her songs, but I've never been a fan. I didn't know Ooh. she still was making music until I, like I'm September. not trying to Kanye West the shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. <laughs> right. I don't understand how the fuck she got album of the year. Like, <laughs> right. It should be um, every race heard of it. And I don't think every race heard that album. You know what I'm saying? Let, let, let's just be real. You can't be an album of the year if not every demographic knows your album. True. Nobody knows the fuck folklore is. What the fuck? I'm about to go. I'm gonna <laughs> listen to it. I'm gonna listen to it today, and next week I'll give y'all my uh, evaluation on that weak ass Taylor <laughs> Swift. What the fuck is she even talking about now? She ain't got no new boyfriend that she broke up with, right? You know what? My not man, that I know. Go of. ahead. Uh, <laughs> All go right. And <laughs> um, Drew Brees. Drew Brees, who played for the Saints, um, he officially announced his retirement. It was really cute. He had his children have, um, you know, sit in their, I guess, living room, and they announced that their daddy will be retiring so he can spend more time with them. I thought it was really cute. He has been in. <laughs> he has been in the <laughs> NFL. <laughs> He's been in the NFL for a while now, so. 20 years in the NFL. So, yeah, and 15 years with the Saints. So, he's had a pretty good successful run in the NFL. Uh, So, I want y'all to to laugh with me on this one. Uh, Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, he says that he was not scared January 6th when the Capitol was stormed by Trump's dick suckers. Um, but he would have been, this got spicy in this bitch. He would have been scared if it was Black Lives Matter. Um, he's he said that he was not scared because the rioters were true patriots, and he knew that those were people who loved this country and that truly respected the law enforcement and would never do anything to break the law. So he wasn't concerned at all. What an uh, idiot. Like, <laughs> didn't the police officer die? Like, what do you mean? You, they don't break the law. Like, y'all broke every law. Like, every law. Like, every law. They got, they, them people got charged with killing that cop, too. Yep. Yeah. It just happened the other day, didn't it? Uh, yeah, that char- they, 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 they put charges up on them. But that, that motherfucker reminded me of uh, on the Porsche Chronicles when they said, uh, what's dude's name that was talking about doing it in the Air Force? And he was like, he looked like the type of dude that get. That gets punched in the party and still stay there afterwards. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I just I was really I was like, what? <laughs> what an idiot. I'm just like, he wasn't concerned. These people, they okay. busting windows yeah. out, climbing through shit, taking Literally. laptops. Like they I need to do like a mental health test to be a sender or some shit. Like, I to do with everything else. Like, they just need to fucking test these motherfuckers and just, I don't know. He sounds like an idiot. Said, yeah. Wisconsin. Is that where he's from? Yeah, Wisconsin. Hey, but for real though, um, he's a cockazoid. 
You know that uh, that post that I had put on Facebook about um like irrational fears and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, I really made that post to really see like, you know, like like people have irrational fears, but like if you think like you know, and your fears make no sense, right? Like you're scared of random ass shit for no reason. And I really feel like there's a lot of white folks like that that are just scared of black people for no other reason than the fact that their fucking brain is to be like. Well, I'm not touching that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it, 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 it's weird as fuck that you're scared of something for no fucking reason whatsoever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like people are just scared of bugs for no fucking reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're scared of an mm-hmm. ant. It's a fucking right. ant. But you know what I'm saying? Like, and I and and dude really need like you like Matt said, you need some mental evaluations. Like, that's what they need to do. They need to just have like, like as you train to be a politician, they need to make you walk through a room and shit. And just have like random people pop up on you and see if you get scared of the black person <laughs> and try to kill them. And shit. It's not mm-hmm. funny, but like it, it's for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, see how you react. Yeah. Also, actually, supposed to go through like some kind of like, um, like I guess a polygraph or some shit, like asking them like, "Are you racist? Are you prejudiced? Or what the fuck?" Ever? I I just feel like it don't work. Yeah. No, but know. shit. Hey, the best thing to do though to them kind of people is just is get them with their own game. Because the other day, I was at Qdoba and I was eating in my car and shit. And this lady and her night, you know, I, I, I was out of Middletown and shit. And this lady, uh, this lady, I pulled her right in front of me and she parked a nice ass car and was looking right at me, right? She seen me eating. I'm stuffing my face trying to eat my food real quick. Why the fuck she get out of her car and start clicking the motherfucking shit like 52 times and shit to lock her door? And then as she get, <laughs> like, as she's looking at me, she start grabbing her purse. So I looked at her and was like, and locked my car door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. her, face, her face looked at me like I was wrong. So I wrote the window down a little bit like, you don't like that shit, right? And, then she, right. and she, was, she rolled her eyes and walked off like, bro, I could do that shit too. I'm going to lock the door right. now. Yep. Lock mm-hmm. the door on your ass. That's exactly how I feel. You make me feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable when you do that shit. You ain't got to let me know that you, you locking the door, you gripping your purse. That's why every time I walk past the white man, I always check my back pocket to see if my wallet's still there. And I always make eye contact with them, too. <laughs> so he's All right. Stop and being moving, racist. On. <laughs> moving on. The 2020 Oscar nominations. That happened, what was it, Monday night? Monday morning? Tuesday morning? One of those days. Um, so the ones who are nominated for an Oscar, Viola Davis, Chadwick Boseman, Daniel Kaluuya, Lakeith Stanfield, her, Andrea Day, just to name a few. I'm excited to watch it this year. I feel like it's going to be very black. I hope, fingers crossed. Um, so yeah, uh, congratulations to them and congratulations to Chadwick Boseman for being nominated, even though he is not here with us today. Hey. And for my last spill, Deshaun Watson, oh, Houston's no. quarterback. He is in the news, y'all. I already know you all know because you told me to go look at it. But <laughs> three more women are filing similar lawsuits against the NFL star. Three more? I didn't see this. Yes. Yes. Actually, um, yeah, this just came out. Um, so Tony Busby, who is uh, one of the representatives for the victims, um, he said that the accuser came forward to say that all three women, well, he said that the um, all three women claimed that they were assaulted by Watson. 
One woman says that she was a licensed massage therapist and says that Watson contacted her on Instagram in March of 2020. He came over and made it very clear that he was looking for sexual encounters. Um, When the time came for massage, he stripped down naked and he only had a small towel covering his groin. So he didn't have a large towel. That's a shame. (laughs) Motherfucker, that is besides the point. (laughs) So, (laughs) So, yeah, I would like to see how this comes out to play. So, yeah, I knew that y'all wanted me to throw that in there for my little spiel. Maybe uh, more will come out and maybe I can come back on here for my spiel and just keep on continuing to update people who want to know about Deshaun Watson. And if you don't, oh, well, you can still listen to it. So, yeah, that is my spiel. This is Sydney's spiel for the week. Uh, hey, Deshaun Watson, though, that's probably why he wanted to leave the Texans, Gabe. Hell no, that's not why he wanted to leave. <laughs> you had to take a second to take it all in, bro. He definitely wanted to leave. Oh, I done dropped my shit. I was over here, you know, just moving and shit, being extra. But I almost threw my damn phone at you. Well, you hear Sydney? <laughs> I didn't know this. You hear her? She said uh, three more people have are filing similar complaints. Yeah, I heard that shit. Look, yeah. yeah, whenever I was listening, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. Oh, and also, I forgot to mention. Shout out to my Moorhead Eagles. We are the only state and the only uh, basketball team in the state of Kentucky to make it to the big dance. So shout out to my Moorhead Eagles. <laughs> look at that. So, okay, what you going to say, though? I, I want to hear this. What? Man, look, man. I have to I say it. like this. It's a civil lawsuit. I don't, I, I don't know, man. I don't like the way the justice system works, bro. I don't. If, if if he really did that shit to them women, then he need to be charged. You know what I'm saying? But ain't no civil lawsuit. You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of bullshit is that? That just sounded to me like the Texans going to be like, hey, Deshaun, I got a good lawyer for you. And then they're going to oh, keep his bro. ass. I, think, I definitely think he's, uh, I mean, honestly, you never know about, the, you know, how, you know. He's I mean, weird. I was convinced that Antonio Brown was guilty because of, of, of how she was trying to charge him for real. And then she switched over last second and was like, no, nah, I don't want no charges. I just want a civil lawsuit. And now I'm like, that's because somebody that came to her and was like, "Hey, we don't give you money. You just gotta shut up." That's how it works, know, bro. bro. If you got money, it's how it works. I don't know. I don't like the way the justice system set up. If you do a crime, you you need to be charged with the crime. You know what I'm saying? We're talking like, about the justice system that the, the justice system next week, everybody. Yeah, we are talking about it next week. So we're, I, I I'm gonna leave that to the side. You know what I'm saying? I'm. I'm going to leave that to the side. We're going to move on from there. We're going to move on. All right. So (laughs) we are about to reach up on this top shelf to see what is going on for top shelf talk today. I know I told y'all that I was going to bring my friend Dre onto the show. So I have him here live coming from Houston. No, you're not in Houston. You're in Austin, Texas. Right, Dre? Austin, Texas. Can you hear me? That's right. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Awesome, Texas. Oh, um, Dre, tell everyone about yourself. You know, I already know about you. You know, we went to college together. You're like my brother. We we feel, I feel like we just kind of grew up together. So tell me a little, about, a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, a summary. Um, uh, I'm adopted into a family of uh, 54 siblings altogether. So um, I have one full blood, 21 from my dad, five from my mom. And 32 from adoption. I was homeschooled all growing up. And then I went to college and walked on, played college football. 
and I didn't get playing time until my senior year just because I had to learn the speed of the game, everything about that. Um, that was very humbling, but uh, getting the chance to play my senior year, the final two games was like a dream come, dream come true. Um, after college, uh, I got into dance and parkour, started doing stunts and used uh, just like music videos, like small gigs and stuff like that. And then I uh, finally started to get a name for myself being on Ultimate Beastmaster on Netflix, season three, episode two. And uh, I was auditioning for the big stunt show that I've always wanted. And I got hit by a car doing a stunt and shattered my leg in seven pieces. Uh, 32 injuries altogether, but could have walked on my own for nine months. Uh, uh, coma for a week and a half, brain damage uh, for three months, broken finger, broken vertebrae, bruised rib. And uh, just the doctors said that I probably wouldn't be able to flip or walk again for a long time. And that was like a wake up call to me that like, this mm -hmm. is real. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I overcame that in 14 months, shocked everybody. And now I'm doing crazy shit, you know, skydiving and cliff jumping and uh, inspiring. <laughs> I could never. Yeah, you doing the thing, Jay or Dre. I swear, I, I always get scared. Every time you do something, I'm like, Dre, you better sit down somewhere. <laughs> hey, life, <laughs> Me life, and mom. Life, life's too short, man. Gotta, gotta go big. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, I can't even jump off three stairs. I should be scared to stop me. Oh, so uh, I was just telling my kids too beforehand because we, my, my, my kids, we watch all that stuff on TV. Yeah, so I remember when uh, Sydney had told me, like, oh, yeah, my friend Dre's on uh, Ultimate Beastmaster. Yep, I'm like, you lie because I watched that show, you yeah. know. So we watched it, and then I told uh, I told my kids today, I said, hey. Uh, and I showed him the episode. I was like, I was like, remember yeah. this guy from Beastmaster? They're like, yeah. I said, well, I'm, I'm gonna meet him today. And my son's like, no way. You don't know a Beastmaster. And I'm like, all right, watch. You go, you gonna hear about it. <laughs> so, oh yeah. And also, um, I'm gonna be on American Ninja Warrior at the end of the month. So like, yes. That, uh, Ultimate, Beastmaster, Ultimate Beastmaster was before my injury, but American Ninja Warrior is after. So like. This one means a lot to me because I never thought I'd be in this position, you know, like two years ago in the hospital bed, just hooked up to all these machines. It's just a blessing, man. I mean, that shit is crazy. I actually seen a couple of the pictures of the uh, injuries and stuff, and I was like, damn. So uh, when you was coming back, when you was getting your, like, mobility back, was you uh worried or was you scared at all? Nah, I was um, – see, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm very, I'm very driven and very – motivated and determined so like when i have a goal you know like that's <clears throat> a side note that's what my business is about because like ever since my uh recovery i started a business to help people help people coach coach people through their goals so like i motivate people and uh inspire people to reach their goals to be a higher version of themselves so like <laughs> during that whole process like i had the one set my uh, one track mind i was just like you know what i'm gonna, I'm gonna walk again i'm gonna flip again and any, anytime anybody says something negative like oh your leg looks really bad you're probably not gonna flip again that was more motivation like oh i'm gonna prove you wrong i'm gonna prove her wrong i'm gonna prove them wrong you know what i'm saying so like any type of negativity just fueled me that's cool stuff i hey, i can know i would be hey, i don't know <laughs> Like, but I just told Matt that he need to uh you, you need to give him some pointers on motivational speaking because he's not really good at it. I, mean, I was just being honest. But uh hey man, if you if, if you really want it, you know, like there's a way. It's just like you gotta you gotta want it, you know what I'm saying? And there was a quote that Kyle 
kind of followed me throughout the whole thing was people can pray for you constantly. They can, you know, support you financially, be there for you always. But if you don't want to get better, you'll never get better. And I had people, you know, donating. I had people praying for me. I had people doing all these things. But at the end of the day, if I didn't go to therapy, if I didn't go to the gym, if I didn't do what the doctor said, I was not going to get better. And so like, I had all these people doing things for me, but at the end of the day, like, if you don't want to really, if you don't really want it, you'll never get it. So that was like, mm-hmm. my- yeah, I was saying that last week about uh, some, like we was talking about drugs last week. I was talking about if you don't want to get better, you ain't going to, no matter how much rehab, yep. no matter. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, though. I oh, Dre, it's so good to talk to you. I really haven't, like, I haven't got to, like, see you, like, in a long time. <laughs> How do I it's look? So do I still look black? <laughs> yeah. You look strong. Got back Shit. From the, the, <laughs> he is, it's crazy. When I first met Dre, he was not this big. His dreads, he barely even had dreads. <laughs> they're they're a little twisties. <laughs> yeah, I have pictures of us freshman year. We were little babies. We had little baby faces. <laughs> Definitely, it's, it's been a, it's been a journey. Yeah, you were literally like a walking miracle. I, I tell everybody that. Definitely. <laughs> so for like uh for your business and stuff like uh I don't want to sound shameless, but you you know what how how do we plug it in here? You know what I mean? So whoever's yeah. listening can go go ahead. I ain't want to be like. Yeah, put it out there, bro. <laughs> but like, you know, okay. I know there's a lot of people that are probably listening. It's like, well, shoot, how do I get that? You know what I mean? How do I get that kind of help? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, you can follow me on Instagram, Dreadhead Dre, D R E D Head H E A D, and then Dre D R E. And in the link of my bio, it has everything coaching wise. My website, um, booking a free thirty minute coaching call. So what I do is, <clears throat> I invite you to a thirty minute coaching call. We talk about your goals, what's stopping you. Uh, what are some necessary steps you can reach uh, or that you can take within 24 hours? And if we feel like if we feel like we'll be a good fit for each other, then we move on and I develop a unique program based on your goals. So I have a client um, right now that's trying to lose 20 pounds. I have a client that's trying to gain like 30 pounds by a summer, the end of summer. I have a client trying to budget better and just like all over the place. So like my business is called AIM. So we're aiming for that goal you know um it's kind of like archery so like everything that i post is kind of archery related like hitting your target and um i don't know getting bow and arrows and just like just anything archery related but um mm-hmm. a for ambition i for inspiration and for motivation and i just try to help people aim to that that goal that they always want like look it. at you dre i need some uh, of that because you know i've I, I definitely been slacking in 30 minutes like i have some coaching techniques that'll probably uncover like the true reason why you're not reaching your goals or like what's stopping you from reaching your goals you know what i'm saying so like i'm always inviting people to free coaching sessions you know it's no charge no no tricks nothing just let me talk to you do some coaching techniques and then by the end of the conversation you'll be like oh shit that was lit <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to yeah, I need to call, dude, for real. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I need to, because, you know, like, shoot, uh, well, last, what was it, last year, Sydney? That I, that, uh, what was that last, yeah, it's been about a year now. Last year, uh, I had some lumps on my neck and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and uh, I went to the doctor, and automatically, you know what I mean? Like, they did some scans, and they were like, man, you got stage three lymphoma. So, you know, I'm <laughs> over here like, well, let me make preparations because, you know, like, I could just go, you know? 
And, we were uh, all sad. I had to call everybody. And then, like, a few weeks later, um, they, you know, they kept running more and more tests trying to, you know, figure out the best type of treatment. And they go, well, you don't got cancer. <laughs> That's good. Uh, and I'm like, man, we could have started with that. But uh, I have a, it's called a sar sarcoidosis or whatever. So it's like, a, so it's pretty much like an like a autoimmune disorder kind of. I get like a, yeah. pretty much like nodules, like little tumors. So it was yeah. all of my, it was all of my neck and all of you know all of my stomach and my lungs. Hard for me to breathe a little bit. So I've been like on medicine and steroids, but I'm tapering off of it. But generally speaking, for me to live a better life, I need to exercise cut out, you know, red meat, have an anti-inflammatory diet. But uh, yeah. I was keeping up with it for a good bit. And then little by little, I'm like, hey, this ain't gonna kill me. <laughs> like if I do this, but then I'm literally like sitting back like, no bro, it's really gonna kill me. Like what the, yeah. why do I think it's okay? You know what I'm saying? So I definitely might have to have a conversation. Well, I not might, I need to have a conversation with you later yeah, on, maybe that. next week or so. And we, well, when, when, you, when you're done recording everything to show, uh, I'll reach out to you. <laughs> All right, so, that, Dre, real quick, do you mind telling everybody how you found your um, your biological mom? Because yeah, I think that story um, is just so beautiful. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I was two years old when uh, our house got shut up, shot up, not shut up, <laughs> shot up by um, just a whole bunch of gang violence and stuff because my mom was, like, one of the top girls in Toledo as far as the Bloods. So she was really deep in that culture and long story short, child services got involved, took us away. Um, I hadn't seen her at that point since I was two. So I got adopted into a big family. I moved out when I was 17 and um, her side of the story was she was searching for us this whole time. But when we got adopted, our names got changed legally. So she was looking for Dre Brown, but my name got changed to Samuel Newsom. So like she had no idea that our names got changed. So she was looking at the wrong, all the wrong places. Um, it wasn't until I was 17, I found one of my foster sisters and on Facebook and she messaged me and said, hey, Dre, is that you? And I was like, Dre, I'm Sam, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's like, no, that was your name. And growing up, I always thought her mom passed because we didn't really talk about it. You know, we knew that she was in trouble with the law and stuff. So we're like, well, um, R.I.P. I mean, I don't know what to say, but um, she was like, yeah, you, you used to go by Dre. And so after about a couple months after I moved out, I started telling people to call me Dre because that was the only memory I had of my mom. I was like, my name means a lot to me. Just call me Dre. Forget Sam. <laughs> so um, my mom uh, was hiring all these lawyers, you know, behind the scenes all growing up trying to find us. And legally, they're not allowed to say that our names got changed just because if they tell us, you know, she could show up at her new house and a whole bunch of drama. So legally, they're not allowed to say that, hey, your kids got their name changed. But some of them knew. So one of the um, oil lawyers uh, retired, actually, and she reached out to my mom and she was like, hey, you still looking for your kids? You know, I know some stuff. And mom was like, yeah. And she told him that her names got changed, gave her, gave her uh, my older brother's Facebook and said, start with the oldest, because if he doesn't accept you, the other two won't. So start with him and then go from there. So she reached out to my brother and was like, hey, I'm your mom. My brother reached out to me and was like, hey, this girl's claiming she's our mom. <laughs> and so we got a three-way call, me, my younger brother, my older brother, four-way call, my bad. And we just kind of quizzed her on things that only she would know. And she just started nailing them all. 
And she was like crying the whole time. Like, I've been looking for you guys. I know your middle names. I know your birthmarks. You know, I know all this stuff. And then um, after that, we kind of met up in Toledo about a month later and just had this big family reunion. And my dad actually passed away a month before my mom found us. So she was mourning him and then she found us. It was just like a, a blessing. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, our relationship is, is a lot better. In the beginning, she kind of wanted to be that mom and just like catch up on 20 years she missed which I understand but at the same time we were grown and we were doing our own thing so it's it's taken a, a while for us to like mend together because like you know we're, she's our mom but at the same time we're all already doing our own shit so I'm really thankful you know like our, our relationship is like awesome right now I mean the virus has stopped us from visiting each other but uh, I love her and I'm so glad she never gave up yeah Absolutely. I thought that was so crazy. I know. You put it on Facebook and I got chills. I was like, Dre, this is not your mom. What is going on? Like you told me for five years now that you your mom passed away. What's going on? <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I, I, I had seen some of that on like the Beastmaster episode too, about like your family and how you got a big family and everything like that. Yeah. And I was so like I, I remember I remember a bunch of that um from like your story on the Beastmaster. But uh just hearing it in depth like that. Like that's a, that's a pretty amazing story for real. Like, I'm, I yeah, I, I I'm a little bit, I'm I'm out of words for it. So I I can just tell how you probably felt like being on the phone with your mom and being like, oh shit, this is really my mom. Like, exactly. so yeah, it's crazy, man. Everything happens for a reason. I don't know. Like, I would really love to have met my dad because everybody keeps talking about like, oh, your dad used to flip, he used to do all these things. He'd be so proud of you. And it's crazy, like, um, I just missed him by a month, you know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's, <laughs> it's crazy, because that's all you do is flip and jump and <laughs> everything. <laughs> I'm more head campus, you would just be flipping. I'm just like, where's Dre? Oh, over there, flip the mascot. You you, you, you were the mascot. I forgot all about that. Flipping in, yep. in the suit. Like, yep. <laughs> everything. I was the mascot and the football player. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I, can, I can't even... Jump down three stairs, you know, we're flipping off buildings and shit. I was gonna say, that, 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 that needs to be Matt's goal right there by the end of next year to flip. <laughs> uh, I swear, I knew this dude in high school. He was 325, y'all, no lie. And he could flip like he was 200 pounds. Like, it was crazy. He was, like, it's, all, it's, all, it's all about technique. And I was watching this little video on TikTok one day. Then this little, uh, little blonde girl was teaching uh, this dude how to do a flip. And she just sit there and jumped and fell back and all kinds of shit, and then he flipped. I'm like, what the mm-hmm. hell? That shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. What was I going to say? Oh, so you have 54 brothers and sisters? Yeah, 54, yep. I know if stimulus sex was nice, but I'll tell y'all what. <laughs> For real. Um, <laughs> y'all know they was over like, damn, <laughs> it's time to go shopping. <laughs> For Christmas, everybody gets one piece of Skittle, you know, because I yeah. got like that. <laughs> right. right. I swear, I couldn't... I would just give up. Oh, just like, hey, yeah, just chill out. All right. Um, anybody else have any more questions for Dre? I want to oh, let yeah, go. Yeah. What's your uh what's your uh say hardest? Like what's the hardest stunt you ever had to do? Or what's your favorite? Either one. My favorite was the one that I got hurt. <laughs> Damn. Because, oh, yeah. because I did it like nine times perfect. Like, I have a practice video of it. I don't know if Sydney showed it to you, but it's on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we've yeah. seen it. 
so that one was like my favorite because like I knew I could do it and everybody knew I could do it. It's just the timing had to go perfect every single time. And then it was also my scariest because <laughs> you, you know, almost died. <laughs> exactly. So um, yeah. I love I love just like the parkour raw stuff, jumping from building to building. I love the stuff where um, you're like flowing and <clears throat> parkour, we call it lines, where it's one thing after the other, like a combo whether you're just jumping down the building, climbing up something, jumping down something, just like being consistent. I love that feeling of just being free and just moving, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, that's kind of my favorite, least favorite. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite, I was watching uh, some of the videos earlier. I like the one where you was on the cliff, you threw the football in the air. Oh yeah? Flip. <laughs> Talk to motherfucker like, like you was running off <laughs> Megatron or some shit. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm talking about, yeah, I went to the, uh, we have a quarry here in Louisville. It's like 50 feet. And I was too scared to even jump into the water. Like, you know, we're doing flips off cliffs and shit. So, yeah, I don't crazy. do heights. I at can't do a backflip. At the end of the day, it's just water, you know? Oh, uh, no, nah, my big ass, I thought I was going to fall and drown or some shit. I don't know, man. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Drake. We're gonna let you go. I know you're busy. You probably got a lot of things to do. Yeah, appreciate you, man, for real. Thank you for coming. I appreciate you. I Thanks, for oh, go ahead, Dre. I know you had something to say. Uh, yeah. I said, uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be sure to tag my mom in this because she's gonna be so excited because you know she loves you to death. Like like her, you're her own son too. So um, yes, make sure you all catch Dre on Ninja Warrior. Yep. I can't wait. It probably air late summer, early early fall. Definitely. Okay. And you're flying out next week, right? I was gonna say I'm I'm sure you'll post it on social media when the oh, episode's yeah. gonna course. drop. So we of we'll keep a close eye out. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dre. Thank you. Appreciate um, you. Tell your dog I said Appreciate hi. You, no, I love dogs. Oh, I'm so sad I haven't got to meet him, but <laughs> and I miss you and I hope I get to see you soon. <laughs> Come to Austin, Texas. <laughs> I might have to. It's warm down there. It's cold up oh, here. Yeah. I'll see you guys. <laughs> Bye, Dre. Uh, Thank know, you. Man. And that is all for our Top Shelf Talk. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and do a happy hour news update. We was a little behind because of Gabe and his mic. No, uh, it wasn't all no, motherfucker. It wasn't me. It was it was Matt. I blame Matt for everything now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to start our happy hour news update with this bullshit I seen earlier, y'all. Motherfucking Joe Biden, he has the nerve to ask for Andrew Cuomo's resin, resignation and prosecution if he is found guilty. I mean, I mean, what she should be prosecuted. But I'm just trying to figure out why the hell Joe Biden feels like he has the the fucking audacity after all the charges. I mean, after all the shit that's uh, the women have said that he's done. Man, you know the motherfucker don't even want to eat for breakfast. Joe Biden probably forgot he even <laughs> sniffed up little girls. <laughs> He's. I mean, it's just it's it's silly as hell. That's you know, one of the what, things. What's the uh? What's what's the term? Is like the pot calling the kettle black. You yeah, know what I mean? something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I don't know all them country ass heads are like. I'm hotter than fish grease in the summertime on a sundial. <laughs> like what Jeez. the fuck are her you ass, talking about? Her ass is fast. <laughs> swamp possums fighting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of uh. Motherfuckers calling people black and shit. That uh, that motherfucking uh, that high school uh, announcer at the Oklahoma game. That motherfucker said, yeah. 
It ain't funny. But the motherfucker said, the fuck up, guy. he said, by diabetes, his diabetes made me call them girls niggas. <laughs> what? Right. Hey, bro. <laughs> when your blood sugar low, yeah, you gonna slur your words, but you not gonna make racial slurs, stupid ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I swear to God. That's White people I'm not usually racist, only with my diabetes acting up. <laughs> motherfucker what when I read his apology letter I'm like you gotta be kidding me like <laughs> if he ain't got nothing else he got the motherfucking nerve the nerve <laughs> right <laughs> so, silly shut the fuck up guy and, uh, some more disturbing news um, a man in Indianapolis actually killed four people in his family over some stimulus money y'all I seen that shit. It, which it, one of them was a child, seven years old, and uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I just feel like it's bullshit. Somebody's always trying to find some way to ruin something. That's mm-hmm. lightweight, good. Even though I feel like they was, and see how they put the stimulus checks out when you know the anniversary of Breonna Taylor. Just gonna put that out there. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yes, there, uh, we'll talk more about that next week. But you know, yeah, but definitely uh. Shit, definitely uh, the crazy ass story. They was arguing about the money. Somebody tried to run off with it. He started shooting. What a duck. Go ahead. The story I read was that, I, you know, because everybody was getting a stimulus and the income tax at the same time. So I guess he was, uh, you know, they got like a six month old daughter or whatever like that. Yeah, that was the other. She, she, uh, her mom was shot and they actually both survived. Yeah, but she said, oh, but I get. I guess the, the, the story that, that she told the police or, or whatever, you know, he was like demanding money, like, or whatever. Yeah. She was like, you yeah, know, I you don't do anything money. for your kid. You know, he's a deadbeat, but he wanted the money. She said, I'll give you, I'll give you 450 or something like that if you just leave me the fuck alone. And then apparently that's when. That wasn't enough. Like, yeah, I guess, I guess like a couple of days went by and he had like told her, like, if I come, you know, pretty much if I go there and you don't got the money for me. I'm a kid. Like he already had made the threat beforehand, yeah. so I'm guessing. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, a lot of times people are not recognizing like that. Some people are really off the fucking rocker, and they will do this shit. So mm-hmm. I guess he pulled up, and they, you know what I mean? And she was like, "Nah, I ain't giving you that fucking money." And but I mean, kill a little girl. Crazy, like I don't understand. Like, like he ki- so he killed the little girl. Yeah, yeah seven little years girl. old. Kidnapped now, his now, daughter. Kidnapped his six month old daughter. Brought it. Brought her to his sister's house. And when his sister, when his sister had realized that, like, you know, why the fuck you got this baby and dropped it off of me, she called the police. Yeah. And, and that's how they called him or whatever. Yeah. What he, uh, he was hiding in attics and shit, trying to get his friends to help him, all that shit. Yeah. And nobody what helped him. You killed a baby. You know what I'm saying? A baby. What that baby do to you? Nothing. What she do? Ask you for a sucker and you got mad? Like, yeah, that baby like didn't that. do nothing to you. Seven Sweet years old. That's, that's, baby. that's damn near Brookside's, bro. I couldn't even imagine. I can't either. These poor little innocent kids. People just want to just makes me mad. Don't even get me started. But also, we have another story in Atlanta. It's uh, a white dude. I don't even I didn't even care to get his name. Uh his last name is long, if anybody cares, but uh went to three different uh massage parlors and ended up killing eight different people, and six of them was Asian. But nothing is confirmed that it was a racist act or anything like that. They actually saw reports where they was trying to say that he frequent there and he might have been a sex addict, which I don't understand why that even is 
brought up or anything like that. But uh, <laughs> fuck, I don't understand. But they actually said I, they caught him going to Florida to murder more people. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't understand. My, uh, Some people are sick. Sick. My my brother in law just told me too. He said he was reading the uh, the art like he was reading the article that the police had put out. Like I, I guess the police know that we all that everybody is fed up with the maybe it's a mental health issue act. So they didn't even try. They just said. Well, he was just having a bad day. Nah, bro. I'm sure they're gonna come out with something like, mm-hmm. "Oh, he was bipolar. He was schizophrenic. Yeah. He was." But the initial the shit said he was just having a bad day. That doesn't mean to go and you kill black people any and kill for nothing, and you're gonna justify anything by saying he was having a bad day. We all have bad crazy, days. Bro. You don't see us going and shooting up up a gas station or a liquor store or whatever people get maybe trying to like really like just sugarcoat some stuff no we're gonna call it what it is you were racist you wanted them asians killed and you need to be killed yourself oh shit that's an <laughs> you just went hard right there said the kid that gets on my nerves like why i mean why he, 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 people? He's, he's he's a piece of shit like just yeah, like dude is. that just like dude in indianapolis that killed the little girl and them over some money like Mm-hmm. You both pieces of shit. Race don't even matter. Like you both pieces of shit. Like you, you, you doing shit. I agree, definitely. Fuck like you know all. what I'm saying. Like, and that's the thing. Like we can't justify shit because of race. Like, and when the justice system finally fucking keeps up with that shit, like I said, we'll keep up. We'll talk about that next week. But when that shit actually becomes a thing, where it's like, bro, it don't matter what race you are, how much money you got. When you a piece of shit, you should be charged as a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Down the toilet, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't no way around it. There should be no excuses for why the fuck you went on a murder spree. Murder spree. No excuses why you shot and killed done. a whole family of people or attempted to kill a whole family of people, kidnap your daughter over a stimulus check, like, uh, and some tax money. Like, that shit. If you want some money, go get a job. Yeah, like, job. for real. If you, you really that desperate take care of your some daughter. money, go get a job. Broke, bitch. You 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 mad because you ain't get a happy ending at the little Chinese spot? Then right. Go fucking jerk off. Like what right. The fuck? Go figure it out. Go figure that shit out. Hey, nobody else problem but your own. That's the fucking problem. I'm so sick hey. of these sick minded people. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all need some help. Go get some therapy. Shit. It just makes me mad. It's like it's constantly. Life coach. Right. Right. Nah, <laughs> like no, motherfuckers like that beyond life coaching. You, I hey, some of them motherfuckers go to prison and change their life around. That's what the whole prison. Hey, we're gonna talk about it next week, though. Yeah, I can't wait for real. We're talking about that next week. <laughs> <laughs> On better news, LeBron James is a bitch is team. now part owner of the Boston Red Sox. For real, a real ass team. I did not see that, bro. But they had a they had a bad record last year. <laughs> but it don't matter, bro. That's one of the uh, fucking the uh, I'm about to say the I, Super Bowl. I know they got a, they got a legacy behind them. They got a so legacy. Okay. COVID hit us hard. Shit. Like if you, Le- LeBron is the epitome of that shit, bro. Like on the Porch Chronicles, talking about like how like black men need to, you know, raise the next generation of young men. LeBron mm-hmm. is the epitome of that. Like this man played ball, is a you know as much as activist as he can be. He's building schools. He you know what I'm saying while being a a, a a fucking on his way to being a billionaire. If mm-hmm. if if he's not ready, you know what I'm saying. And he's still raising his kids, like you know what I'm saying. He's still raising, he's still in his kids' life. Well, how do I like? 
that that just shows you how much hours you got in a fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Are you still playing top basketball? Usually motherfuckers that's playing basketball and start doing all the entrepreneurship, it kind of just kills out how good they are. You know what I'm saying? But he's yeah, still yeah. doing that shit on a high level. That's crazy. That's because hey, I'm, I'm just I'm fucking slacking. I'm admit that shit. I need Dre's help. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, give him a little call. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, bro. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, you got anything else for the news, Matt? Man, I think that's it. Uh, oh, hold on. There was this uh, retired detective in Los Angeles. He's a Los Angeles the police detective. Damn. But uh, the allergies? He, uh, allergies. Yeah, Mine allergies. are messing with me, too. Shit. <laughs> this mm-hmm. Kentucky, just living in this Ohio Valley. But there was a, a retired detective. He had to offend a bender with a. Uh, with an African American man, and uh, he started yelling the N word at him, and told him he said, "Go back to your cage, monkey, and wait till your monkey trauma comes back, or some shit like that." But uh, now they're gonna uh, investigate 370 of his cases. And wow. I just thought that was like, uh, I mean, not really interesting, but definitely something that needs to be be done more of because I feel like a lot of shit could be changed. A lot of yeah. We're going to talk about it next week, but I definitely just thought. Hell yeah. And that yeah, motherfucker better not blame his diabetes either. Right. To, no, you know what he tried to blame it on? He said that uh, the the dude that he hit called him the N-word first. <laughs> oh, and, my gosh. <laughs> but then he wanted to go in and call him a monkey and all that shit. Just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. yeah That's crazy. exactly what that sounds like. Some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Who you calling Negro? Negro? You know what I'm saying? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck right. are you talking about? D- dumbass. It's crazy. Dumbass but, uh, Confederates. I'm sick of them. Me dumbass too. Cockazoids, what we call them, bro. Cockazoids. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, shit, Cindy, pour some at Rose. Shit, see what we got in Rose relationships today. Right, and no way, before yeah. we go to Rose Hold on, hold on. Though, go ahead. Uh, oh, we need to talk about a man. We need to talk about episode Ooh. four of a man. You almost skipped over it, Matt. You know my what I'm saying? Bad, man. My bad. But since episode four of a man was about control over women, uh, I think Sydney should uh well let me not let me not just assume. I think Sydney's take on it may be the best one since she is a woman living in America that is also a black woman too. What did you think about the episode, Sydney? Did it open your eyes to a lot of shit that you never really thought about? Well, you know, the first 20 minutes did because that's really all that I watched of it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> just I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I was lying. I It was playing in the background. Um, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't even really have to watch it to know like us women back in the day, we were treated like shit. And today we're still treated like shit. And especially black women. I was reading, um, an article and it said that women in Kentucky are still being paid less than men are. So that actually came out the other day, the other morning I woke up, it was on the news and I'm like, Oh wow. Of course, nothing new. So, um, why is that? Do y'all know? I'm just curious. I never really, I saw the, I I don't, I really don't know. It just like showed like the percentage and the statistics and how much women get paid less on the dollar than the male. Um, population here in Kentucky, but um, it's crazy because like 
We got to do better. As this country, we just got to do better. Like, we're not for real all the way equal. Like, we can sit here and scream we're equal, but we're really not at all. I was going to say, Kentucky didn't even want, Kentucky kept Mitch over. That's how much they don't want women in charge. When I tell y'all, because, you know, I'm from that area, the Eastern Kentucky area, the population that has low poverty rate, a lot of people are on welfare. A lot of people don't have education past maybe eighth grade level. When I tell y'all they are so brainwashed, I don't know why y'all think this man, Mitch McConnell, is going to do something for y'all, but he is not. He's not going to do anything for y'all. He don't and like he's going to continue to make y'all sit there and look stupid. Don't like and y'all live poor people. In poverty. Right. He does not like y'all poor people. So I don't know why y'all keep on voting him in office. Like y'all got to get together this, this, this next election. If not, I don't know what to tell y'all. Y'all just stuck on stupid. But anywho. Um, yeah. So <laughs> what was you saying, Gabe? I apologize. No, that's, I was just going off what you said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just hyping you up like, damn. Yeah. Motherfucker. Right. Um, I just, who would I tell y'all it makes me so hot? <laughs> I, just, I, 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 I come from that most... area. So, you know, like I've, I've lived it, I've witnessed it, I've, you know, yeah. like grew up around it. It's like people are really ignorant and it's that they're going to continue to be stuck in their ways. And it's sad. It's really sad. And we're going to be continue to be the laughing stock of the country, Eastern Kentucky, the poor, one of the poorest places in the, in the United States. That's why I moved up out of there, got my education mm-hmm. and dipped. That's why the earthquake gonna hit them. That earthquake gonna right. hit them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I I thought the most interesting. I thought one of the most interesting was um, Polly Murray. I thought the story of her was really cool. How she was literally, I mean, like she was she was a part of all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, was I mean, she didn't fucking get off the bus 15 years before Rosa Parks. You know what I'm saying? Like, but she was in the background of a lot of things. Like. She was behind a lot of these great leaders during the civil rights movement. She wrote a lot of the framework of the civil rights movement, which in turn, she was able to write the framework of the of the women's suffrage movement, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was really cool how, well, not really cool in the sense because like she should have got a lot more credit, but because she was a woman back then, um, it didn't really resonate with people. But I also liked how um, they were able to bring up like the, I forget the word they use, but like the intertwining of it. So, like, if you're a woman, your rights are limited. But then, let's say, if you're a Black woman, you know what I'm saying? Now you're intertwining intertwining the fact that you're a Black and a woman. Or if you're mm-hmm. a Black gay woman or a Black trans woman. or mm-hmm. you know, like You're intertwining all these different struggles into one. And um, I just think the whole thing of how, like, the 14th Amendment was made for just... I mean, it was literally made to, you know, make Black people... Uh, black people in America, citizens, and have the same rights, and all these things are piggybacking off of that, you know, and and being able to use it as an argument, you know what I mean? Like I think I think that's that's cool. What's fucked up though is the them women that are less complexion than the oh, others. bro. That's what I was gonna say. You asshole. Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Go ahead. Matt. So I thought my the most interesting shit that I thought about the, the fucking episode. Gabe, was this we don't call her what she is? She's she's I know some people don't like when I use this word, but she was a bitch. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> what y'all talking about? No, that's the right well, term to use it, it, for a yeah, because like it's what it's the one the woman that was like no, trying Phyllis, to uh, Phyllis, uh, sleaze bags, uh, 
how do you say it? Uh, uh, Stafford? What was it? Philip? 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 I don't know what the fuck. Philip dumb bitch. Uh, <laughs> Philip dumb bitch. But uh, she was opposed. Like she was over. Like yeah. she really wanted. She wanted women or women are already equal. We're at home. We can. All we got to do is cook and clean and make babies and eat dick and all that shit. It was like, bitch. Yeah, and it's weird because it's like, who wants that? Like, the, in in today's world, I could not sit at home. If I, when I'm home longer than two days, I start to get inside my head. You know, women like, do all that now I, I and can't. make money. I love it. Exactly. Love, exactly. I, love it. I mean, I mean, it shouldn't also just be the the woman's job to cook, clean, yell, yeah, only make babies not. because Absolutely men cannot not. make babies. But still, it's like, why were you so opposed? You wanted to sit home and be controlled by your husband she for the rest of your life. That's sick. I'm not sitting home for no man. No man's going to tell me what I can and can't do, and I'm going to have my own money, yeah. honey. <laughs> that, that, that lady that that they brought in after um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, she's pretty much like that ball bag lady, whatever the fuck her name was, that would fill her up with gas. Um <laughs> He's pretty much the same as her. Like she was like, oh, she's she's really like, yeah, I'm really. What did she call herself a constitutionalist, like, or something? I don't know. Then she trying to live back in the early days when, when you know, I like the good old days. Like, especially, let's be real. I don't like when women or people of color like the good old days. Because for me, I'm like, this is the best time, and it's still a dangerous time for people of color and women. Let's yeah. let's be clear. But this is the best time in history uh, before, uh, after colonization. Because I'm sure before colonization, everybody was pretty cool before Britain was like, we should go take over places, whatever. That's another comment. But pre-colonization, this is the best time to live in. I hear people like the good old days. So I'm like, women, do you know you, right now, you call the police with your man, he put hands on you, the cops gonna beat his ass and drag him to jail. You know what I'm saying? Back then, your man gonna beat the shit out of you. You call the cops, they're gonna be like, Well, did you make him dinner, Sally? Right. I don't know what to tell you then. You know what, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one there was no good old days. You still beat your wife on Sunday in front on the on the uh, on the courthouse. What you say now? There's a state, I can't remember which one it is. It's maybe North Carolina. It's one of the Carolinas. Yeah, one of them. One you of them beat your wife states. on the courthouse steps only on Sunday. And it's then I'm going to be right there fighting my husband back it's because you, you got the right one, baby. You got the right it's one. one of states, bro. Like one of them stupid-ass states that still can believe in, you know, there's still Confederates over there. Wow. Somewhere. But uh, okay y'all know she was actually, like, she, didn't, she wasn't even a housewife wow. for us. She was a lawyer, fucking all kinds of shit. Like, that bitch, she wasn't. She so was then it didn't even matter to her. Yeah. She wanted to go back home. That's what it was. Oh, right. <laughs> it was probably. lonely. Probably. She was lonely. <laughs> she probably didn't even have a man. Let's 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 be real. She was, now, she was following her husband, John Fred, fill him up with gas. <laughs> what the fuck his name is? I, I don't know why his name. Hey, but um, <laughs> but also like it it they did point out too like you know the 14th Amendment was for black people, and this this what bothers me about a lot of these movements that piggyback off of the civil rights movement. So literally, the women's movement. Uh, they still were racist. So white women were like, we need our rights. And then the black girls like, me too. And they're like, we, you can go scoot to the back. 
Yeah. You know, and then like they're like, well, black people, yeah, you have this, but we're we're still better than you. We should still be above you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that shit to me is like, I feel like every fucking like, and and let's be real, like I had a conversation with uh one of my one of one of my friends that's uh, he's he's gay, and he even said it too. Like he's like he's like man, he's like they fetish like for for gay men like gay white men or whatever it's a fetish for them they don't really respect people of color it's a fetish they like the black men because of what you know their bodies and shit and like Mm -hmm. what kind of fetish it is for them but they don't really respect them you know what i'm saying and like that that to me that to me that's that's fucked up like you you mean to tell me, like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they, they're really racist, for real. Like, that's what he, like, he pretty much said, like, they're racist. And it's fucked up because as a as a marginalized person, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what bothers me about Spanish people when they're racist. Like, you are a marginalized person in America, and you got the fucking nerve to look at someone else that's in the same situation Ooh, as you. When I tell I, y'all I went to school with a guy who came straight from Mexico, wasn't even wasn't even a U.S. citizen. When I tell y'all he hated us blacks that went to the school as black kids, I'm just like, dude, you're not even a citizen. Like, yeah, they hate can, you too. How can you hate yeah, like, us? Like, no, I was really confused. Like, I'm just like, okay, never really spoke to him. I'm just like, you stay over there, and we'll stay over here. I feel like Spanish yeah. people are definitely like, no offense, babe. The tourists no, they're racist. Like, racist and like they're bigots and all kinds of like, they're, they're colorists. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's very. They're colorists because uh, since my skin is like somewhere in between, like my my grandfather on my on, on my Dominican side, he told me before, like you know, like he he get he was he was dark. You know what I'm saying? That's what my he's probably he's a little bit darker than Sydney. So like he was like, man, like it's automatic in these Spanish countries, like because of I mean, remember they were colonized by Spaniards, so it it's clear that. That still resonates with them. If you the lighter your skin, uh, the more that the more like proper that you are in society, the more people want to see you. The darker your skin, the more that they automatically like, well, you could just be a worker. You need to be out the way. It's like that in China too. I mean, like, you know, like the pale skin is a sign of wealth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like guys like Jackie Chan, you know, Jackie Chan got some yellow, he's his skin a little bit dark yellow, you know what I'm saying? He's a farmer, you know what I'm saying? He's not, he's not someone that's royalty to them, you know what I'm saying? So, and, every, and, and that British fucking culture has stuck with everyone. It is layers, hundreds of years of fucked up shit that we are stuck with that, that people literally to this day are like, the lighter your color, the better you are. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that, like, and, and that's like how it is in the black community too, because I went to school and some of my cousins were biracial and mixed with black and white. And it was like, people would compliment them like, oh, you are so beautiful. And then they would just look at me and walk on. And it's like, just because her skin's lighter doesn't mean she's prettier. Yeah. I mean, she was very pretty, but it was like, okay. But then that, <laughs> but then that, and then that, but then that makes people like, you know what I mean? That makes other black people like, let's be real. Like it's, it's, it's a real themselves. thing where, where they're like, oh, this light skin shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, where did that, where did that come from? Light skin shit, light skin. Oh, you know what I'm yeah, saying? It's yeah. like, Y'all all black. That's what got on my nerves. Yeah. I was in college and they were constantly like, we're light-skinned girls. And I'm just like, who says that? Like, you're still black. Like, what? Yeah. Go on with that uneducated stuff, please. Like, get out of my face. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's all stupid. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, as you see from the women's suffrage movement, it, right. it didn't skip. Racism did not skip a, a beat there. Okay. 
But yeah, that, I mean, I thought that was pretty. Um, that was a pretty good episode. But I promise y'all, I'm going to finish it right after this because I'm off work the next two days. So I promise. Right. I'm gonna finish it. <laughs> next week we talk about gay rights on the Three Shots podcast. Oh yeah, that's the next episode, isn't it? The one yeah. I was already talking about the first. Yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Matt <laughs> fell asleep and woke up five episodes later. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, so sorry we had to get that out there, and also. To this day, me and Sydney agree, Matt don't agree with us, but to this day, one of the biggest ways that society holds women back is not fucking putting pockets in their pants. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And the pants size. Why the fuck is a number? Why the fuck would you put a number? What about their waist size, their length? That's that's how they're doing this deal. Matt don't agree with us on it. But I think that is a subtle form of oppression right there. Literally, shopping for <laughs> jeans is like, I hate I it. I dread yeah. it. All the shit going on in the world, you're talking about some pants. I'm because just saying, that's a subtle understand. form of oppression for women, bro. Why the oh fuck God, they just do waist and length? You know, I got wide hips, okay? My hips are wide. And then my waist, it's not itty bitty tiny like Nicki Minaj, but my waist is not the same size as my hips. It's hard to find pants that fit, okay, Matt? So when you wasn't agreeing with me, I was getting really mad. <laughs> Tell you, bro, you got to think, of, you got to, you got to, you know, Steve Harvey may think like a man, but you got to think like a woman, okay? You know what I'm saying? You got to right. understand. Because you, you know understand. how mad I'd be if I bought some fucking jeans and them bitches ain't had no pockets? Right, oh. or is that the big gap in the back? It's like, or if I went to get some jeans and they're like, what number That's are you? Because women put their phone with their money in their titties and shit, bro. No, no, That's they don't have pockets. Bro. I need no, exactly because we don't have bro. pockets. No, have sometimes purses. I don't want to carry my purse. And, 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 and why you didn't venture purses? That's all a game, so we can snatch the purse out the woman's hand. Come exactly. on, man, you need to be woke. <laughs> right, that's why I don't be carrying my purse. I'm scared somebody's gonna snatch it one day. So I'm like. <laughs> See, Gabe, I'm glad you feel me. We on we on the same level, right? Yeah, come on. I'm white, y'all. I'm sorry. If, no, anyone who listens to this show, uh, after you listen to the episode, I want you to go on the on the Facebook page. I want you to comment. I agree that women's pants are oppression. Okay, I swear. We're gonna hashtag I swear. that bitch. Women's yep. pants are oppression. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I swear. swear. All right. <laughs> ready I'm, ready Rose I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to move on. I keep talking shit. <laughs> Rose and relationships. Oh, look at me. I thought we already talked about it. That's I'm tripping. All right, y'all. So on today's Rose and relationships, we are talking about soulmates. Ooh, boy. Soulmates. So, so how would we word this? Soulmates. Um, do, do you believe in soulmates? Attract? Or do you want to yeah, do opposites exactly. really attract? Exactly. So I'm gonna let y'all take it away because y'all found y'all soulmates and I'm still over here um chilling. So all right. So <laughs> first things first. Every man, I don't care who he is, the first thing they look at in a woman is what he smashed or not. I don't give a fuck what y'all talk about. Because <laughs> I'm gonna let you know. And same thing with women, they look at the yeah, especially if you got gray sweats on. So no, I, I have to uh, disagree. I look at personal hygiene first. Yeah, but you looking. Hold on, I'm no, talking you, about like your hey, teeth, look, you your fingernails. Your whole, Let me do my turn. Right? <laughs> okay, I'm okay. Okay, all right. Go ahead. I'm gonna tell you right as a man's point of view, we look smash the past. That's one of the first things we look at. All right. Well, maybe I'm just a dog or whatever. 
But no, nah, uh, I definitely feel like a soulmate can actually be a friend or a romantic partner. I actually just Googled this shit before the show to make sure it's somebody that you connect with on every level. You're thinking, your way of living, the way you um, you want to live, where y'all are going together. Like, it's a whole whole different fucking thing about being a soulmate. But I think I think you should be a little bit of the same, but also different. And what I say, I mean, like you said, I found my soulmate. She gets on my nerves, but she always has my back. And we are very different, but we are very alike, too. We like to joke on each other. We like to fucking play around, but she's uh, I'm more sensitive than her. She's not. So that works out. That's the difference part. I couldn't date somebody exactly like me. I would fucking kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean. The Three Shots podcast does not promote suicide. Right. Go ahead and call the hotline if you need help. But uh, yeah, it's definitely. Uh, I feel like opposites. I don't know. It's it's a real sticky situation. Let um uh, let one one of our friends tell it. You know, you got to look at the what's that shit called? Astronomy, astrology. Astrology. Uh, I ain't looking at no damn horoscope to figure out who the fuck you are. That's, <laughs> that's, that's annoying as fuck. I hate horoscopes. They're like, you gonna breathe today? Motherfuckers get on Facebook. Oh, I it fucking knows me. But now, honestly, if, if we went off astrology or whatever, shit, me and my fiance wouldn't be together because she's a Leo and I'm a Capricorn and we ain't supposed to get along at all. Yeah, same shit with me. Because what? She's an Aquarius and I'm a Capricorn, so we're supposed to hate each other. Hey, shout out to us Aquarius. Yeah, they I personally believe... Oh, yeah, y'all got the same exact birthday. Uh, no, not the same exact birthday. Yours, yours is the day before. Yeah. Right? Yeah, same is the day before. Um, I think opposites... I, I like being completely opposite. I don't like anyone that's like me. I mean, I, I like I don't know. I'm really, I'm in. You know, my 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 thing is like the the librarians, the you know the teachers, and um, I've always had an educated, uh, I guess, uh, fetish. Is that a fetish to be like into like educated people? I don't know. Maybe it's glasses. You, know you like glasses? In the glasses of motherfucker, man. That hey, shit had me like, today, That should have me like read to me, baby. You know? I got but, some glasses uh, the game today, bro. Hey, I swear <laughs> to me, uh, I don't know. To me, it's like uh I like the opposite thing because I'm real ratchet, not anymore like I used to be, but I know I'm real like I'm real niggerish, you know what I'm saying? Uh <laughs> I know who I am. I know. I know. I know I'm loud. I'm I'm wild. I'm fucked up. Uh, if you let me get crazy, I will go crazy and off the deep end and ain't no coming back. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's over. Y'all have seen me on crazy mode and it, it just, it, I get too far gone too easily. Um, so I like someone that can anchor me. You know what I'm saying? I like someone that tells me like, you fucking stupid. And even though it might be like, damn, why you gotta do that? But but really, I need that because if I don't have it, then I, you know what I'm saying. Like it, it, I I like the opposite. I like you know my fiance. She likes books and libraries and art shows and all this shit. And this is shit like for me that like I didn't know I like that shit until I met her. Now I'm like, have you seen this new library they're building? You know what I mean? Like, have you seen this new museum? Like, I want to go to that shit. So you know what I'm saying? Like, but you can't expand your horizons if you just with the same. That's why. 
That's why them poor hood relationships be the same way they are. But they'd be like, oh, yeah, this is my ride or die. This is my king. And all you do is smoke weed in the house and talk about welfare checks and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. look at look, look 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 how that turns out. The ghetto hood. Whatever. I ain't knocking nobody's hood I mean, relationships. Bro, that, that shit, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. Like, and don't and I'm on to, I want everybody to know I love Cardi B to death, but do, nobody wants a toxic toxic woman or toxic toxic what the fuck or a man like that okay <laughs> but uh look at card i mean her example she gets cheating on every other weekend so i mean don't don't fall into that shit find somebody that's gonna like because i definitely was i'm not gonna try to put her on blast but in one of these relationships and now the more you like argue fighting this shit or you're stubborn like it's just not nah, it and it it's for the birds you want somebody that's gonna be able to compromise and want to be like, want to be there for you and want to support your, your dreams and shit. You got somebody tearing you down or trying not to help you like get to where you want to be at or even motivate you to help yourself. Like you don't want that shit. So it's definitely like Gabe says. I call it. He calls it his anchor. I call my fiance my calm to my storm because I'm also very ratchet, very wild, and you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna say what Gabe said, but <laughs> but very ratchet. As a lot of people know, but it's definitely my time. My, if I'm drinking too much, you be like, "Hey, you need to chill out." And I'm definitely gonna chill out because at the end of the night, I'm trying to you know go home with her. But uh, definitely, you need to. My <laughs> thing is, <laughs> my thing is have a calm to your storm or be the calm to his storm or her storm. Because being both of y'all being storms, fuck that. That's a recipe for disaster. You're gonna cheat. You're gonna kill each other. Something like that. But I don't think you marry that. I think people do that to have fun. Like I think everyone's had a, yeah. those relationships where like every, like you both alike and you both do the same shit. And uh, if you're in a relationship, you've been with someone like that. You know what I mean? You hung out with someone like that, and it's just for fun. Like you know, that's not a sustainable life. To like you know what I mean? Like oh yeah, we're just gonna fuck a party every weekend. Like who the fuck is gonna who the fuck is gonna wash the dishes? <laughs> who the fuck is cooking dinner? And we both being stupid. And not saying like, oh, well, you need to do it because you're the calm one. But at least if you're the calm one, you can be like, hey, before you think you're going out with your homies and shit, you need to help me out. And you be like, sure, you're right. But if you both was wild as fuck, God is like, whatever, let the fucking kids die. And then go out. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> let's be real. That, that, that Basically, two crackheads. You know what I'm saying? Like, just fucking running around, do whatever. <laughs> Also, a relationship is a partnership. Don't make one motherfucker do everything. Don't make one person pay all the bills. Don't make somebody do all the dishes. Don't make sure there's all the cleaning. Because eventually, somebody's going to get tired of doing everything. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to either leave your ass, go get drilled by somebody else. Okay, yeah, that's it. They're going to leave your ass and get drilled by somebody else. <laughs> all right. So Being Matt and I rambled on. But what's, what's, Sydney, no, what's up? What's up, Sydney? What's going Good. on? I told you I haven't found myself, man. I'm up here chilling. But no, we're talking about um. What you, what, what you saying, Matt? About uh, damn. See, look, I don't talk too much shit. I forgot what you was about. To, you know what you was about to say. Who <laughs> me? Yeah. Then I'm just out uh, here chilling. Oh no! About the the first the first um, what you see when you first you know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What, what is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, hygiene. So. Fingernails, I bet. I, yeah, fingernails and teeth, and you know you gotta be well groomed. Can't just be out here looking dirty, sloppy, you know all that, all that. I feel whatever. Um, what do you mean? 
Are your fingernails dirty? Like if somebody comes up to me and they have like these dirty fingernails and you can tell they haven't brushed their teeth. They got plaque built up all on the bottom row. <laughs> Boy, they got bum cheese on their shit, huh? Yeah. 
<laughs> you ain't laughed at that your fucking life. Who the fuck married you? Did you was you even happy at the wedding? He just went, hmm. That's all he did. Mm. I had a fat ass bank mm. account. Yeah, that's what shit. But no, that's my take know. on it. I think, yeah, I think, I think there's certain qualities he wouldn't need to have, you know what I'm saying? To yeah. make you likable. But I think, you know what I'm saying? Like how you said, like having a sense of humor and knowing, like, you know what I mean? Like when's a good time to have fun and all that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I think everyone needs to have that mutual like ground. But um, as far as like, I guess like, you know, like what you're into, I think being opposite is cool. Cause like I'm into just regular hood shit and I'd be <laughs> bored as fuck if I was with somebody that was in this regular hood shit with me. Yeah. I don't want no girl that's going to be, I've got my, <laughs> I got my <laughs> old file. I don't need security in the club. I'm like, <laughs> bruh. Chill the fuck out, Pooh Shiesty. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to date Pooh Shiesty. I feel you know that. My girl, she definitely does like, she, she likes to go to plays and shit, but there ain't been no plays since COVID. Plays, or she likes to do museums. It was like, mm-hmm. this ain't it. But it's something different. I actually end up liking it a little bit, not a lot, but you know. Yeah, bro, I watched Hamilton because of her. And now, yeah. that's my favorite shit. That's the only one you you've know, seen, she's... motherfucker. Shut the fuck I, up, I watched yeah. Wicked. I watch Wicked, which is like the Wizard of Oz, but about how like the green, the evil witch was actually good, but the other witches were bitches, you know what I'm saying? And made mm-hmm. it that way because she was green. It's well, really about the message in the fucking bottle, game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but to finish out the rest of the Rose and relationships, don't come over here with your your uh, little toxic self because we aren't we not we're not doing that. We don't need that. We don't need no to- toxic people in our lives. It's you it's really all about on. peace and serenity. Okay. No, for real though. You don't want nobody all toxic up in your life. Get that away from me. Go go jump off a cliff. Not really. I'm sorry, y'all. Don't do that. Well, damn. We over here positive <laughs> vibes. If you bring some negative energy up in my house, I'm staging it away. Or that's all I have to say on that. <laughs> hey, what's the message in the bottle after you done drunk all the water? Let me know you ain't got no liquor over. Yeah, you know, I'm on my uh I'm on my trying to get healthy kick again. Actually, I'm on a water diet myself. Um, but I think um my message for today would be in the likes of uh our friend uh Dre with uh just something motivational to think of, like, you know, when I pretty much I don't have any fancy words for it. When life fucks you up. And knocks you the fuck down. Get back. Get the up. fuck back up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just get the fuck up. It don't matter what. It don't matter. I know like shit's gonna be. You gonna be hurt. You got shit going on. But the least you could do is get the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And then from there, that's when you build a plan. But I mean, like Dre, life knocked him the fuck down. The first thing he did was get the fuck back up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. After he was in a coma. But uh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you you need to really get that in your mind. Not, I need to get that in my mind. Like, I've been waking up earlier every day and trying to work out and get my exercise. And it's really just because, like, I've been down the past, like, this past week, I've been off like a motherfucker. Like, I'm not sad. I'm not, you know, I'm like, nothing's really wrong with me for real. I just, I feel off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't listen to any of the shows until today. You know, like, I didn't listen to the Porch Chronicles or the Losers uh, special episode until today. Um, I didn't listen to our show until like yesterday evening, like the mm-hmm. last week's episode, just because like I didn't feel like myself. Like I was riding to work in silence. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just, I didn't feel right all week. It wasn't until I got, I uh, started going back to the gym on Sunday and I started working out. And then this morning, um, I worked out for these past four days straight that I was up and I was like, okay, I feel like myself again. I feel like I could do something. And then I was able to be like, all right, let me get focused again. So that's why I told y'all today, like, um, I'm really happy that y'all were really invested in this because if if y'all wasn't invested in this right now, like, I probably wouldn't have did the episode today just because I would have been like a little motherfucker all week and been like, eh, mm-hmm. I'm down. You know what I'm saying? But I got the fuck up. So first thing you can do is get the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Get up, make your bed, and then yeah. start your fucking day. Yeah. That's what message. Drink your water first. Drink your water first. <laughs> <laughs> Drink that motherfucking water. I swear. Also, in an update, the lawyer that is is that is um for the Deshaun Watson civil lawsuit, the lawyer that is actually involved with uh with the plaintiffs is actually the Texans owner's father's neighbor. Conspiracy Jay. theory. <laughs> <laughs> the Texans like owner, his dad, yeah. his neighbors with that lawyer that <sighs> took that case. That seems a little too close to come. house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That sounds like he went next door and was like, my son is having an issue. Maybe you can help. <laughs> <laughs> and what better way to bring a black man down than say he touched a woman the wrong way? Right. A white woman at that. What's white? See? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just saying. Let's not put that all there. It might, it might be anybody some more, but not saying the women are lying. Right, I'm not saying that's not the preconceived notion. I mean, uh, look, look, no look at Emmett Till. I mean, he, they, he was accused of whistling at a white woman, and he's looking at him dead. But, and then she admitted that she lied. That she lied, exactly. Yeah, stupid bitch. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that, that, you know, that kind of reminds me of a, a story about a woman that uh, cheated on her husband. And said that the baby, you know, she came back pregnant. She said the baby was God's baby. And the whole religion started because of it. <laughs> Shut up. See you. On next week's episode of Maury, is Joseph the father? <laughs> what what's the last? Uh, it sounds the last call, motherfucker. I chill. <laughs> Everybody about to be bad as fuck I said that shit. It's time for the last call. <laughs> what you got for us this week, gay? Uh, my shot... You know, my shot really goes out to uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, everyone that's actually a part of the movement and is not trying to like just use it to have a reason to talk shit. The people that are actually out there putting in the work, um, actually creating positive messages, actually in the community, using the money that they're getting donated or using the money that they're fundraising to actually help. Because um, there's a lot of things behind the scene that, um, you know, Fox News and all these other people are gonna be like, Black Lives Matter says this. But there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that they're doing with the communities to really help people out, especially in these less fortunate communities. So my shot goes out to them for really doing the work every day, even though people are still trying to doubt them and trying to put bad shit on them and make it seem like, you know, they're this terrorist movement and all this shit. So for everybody out there that's a part of Black Lives Matter, um, that's actually putting the work and doing their thing, uh, I support y'all and that's my shot. All right, my shot is gonna go to Brianna Taylor's mother, Tamika. Um, you know, it was the one year anniversary of um, 
the police officers here in Louisville who murdered her. Um, I know that um, she's probably going through a really hard time, especially because justice has not been served. So um, my prayers still continue to go out to her and Breonna Taylor's boyfriend and everyone who else who everyone who's been affected by the um, by this that has happened here in Louisville, Kentucky. Hopefully justice will be served soon. Um, yeah, so my shot goes to Brianna Taylor's mother, Tamika. I believe her last name is Palmer. Yep, that's it. So yeah, that, that my shot goes to her. That's what's up. My shot is going to go out to Eve Moore. She was a seven-year-old girl that actually got killed in Indianapolis. That was her, uh, that's her name. And uh, I just feel like it's definitely, I hope she's, uh, well, you know, I just took a shot for her. It was fucked up the what happened. Yeah, it's I agree. Fucked up. The fuck up, Gabe? I said it's fucked up. Oh, I yeah. And, and I uh, got my driver's license today after six years, y'all. Woo, look at you, Matt, growing up. I'm going to start calling insurance companies on you, motherfuckers. Between you and Isaac and shit, I'm going to start calling your insurance companies. I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> Isaac always on Snapchat rapping and shit. And all this shit. Hey, bro, like I told everybody, you don't need a license to drive. The fuck? I'd be driving every day. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I I, I ain't gonna call your insurance company. That that's fucked up. I will say. I will say. Y'all need to be. (laughs) I gotta call uh, my name tomorrow. Y'all need to be careful out there. You know, Snapchat and driving. Is that a thing still? Hell yeah. (laughs) Every day, bro. I'll be on Facebook and driving. That shit's crazy. I can't do it. That's why I don't even try. Like someone will send me a text and I'll look at it and then I'll just put it to the side. Like, yeah, I'm going to have to text you back in about an hour. I'll be over that motherfucker like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh, hold the steering wheel in one hand, phone another like it. Shit, but you ain't even got to text. You, you know, you ain't got to text and drive now. Right, Motherfuckers just doing that just to do it. That is risk taking right. at this point. Right. Because I literally just be like, and sometimes right. my text be coming out fucked up, but y'all know what I'm talking about when I text the shit. <laughs> I still is here. All right. Go ahead, Sydney. Take us on out. All right, y'all. This was episode 10 of the Three Shots Podcast. Make sure you head on over to Apple Podcasts and give us that five-star rating. It can really help us out a lot. Um, also, shout out to the Losers Podcast and the Porch Chronicles. Um, yeah, so make shout sure you all have... Oh, shout out. Yes, shout out to Dre. Thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot. I already forgot. But uh, shout out to you, Dre. Um, so tune in next week for another episode of the Three Shots Podcast. And we're out. This motherfucker. Wait, what dude is this? Wait, no, you can't. Hierarchy, baby.